I'm Adam Mock, a 40-something-year-old film critic, and I just watched the most bizarre children's film about a Christmas cow in existence. I'm Melanie Weir, a 27-year-old something, and yeah, this this was one of my favorites. I, I, I'm not here to defend it. Um, <laughs> and we're about to make you watch podcast. Welcome back to Made You Watch, a podcast, and this week on the show, we did a very bizarre choice from Mel. This is something, this is just one of those movies that just, like, comes, you get the feeling that your parents put it on for you just because. I get the feeling my mom watched it because she liked Randy Travis, and Randy Travis is the narrator and he sings a song in this, but it's just, it's just a cartoon that you put on to entertain the kids. Yeah, this is, 19... But it, it 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 lives in my heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can. I, if you saw this as a kid, I could see it becoming something that would just be in. Your, because like, I bought it hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, it's called Annabelle's Wish from 1997, and it stars Randy Travis, uh, Jerry Van Dyke, Jim Varney, Rue McClanahan, Cloris Leachman. I mean, Clancy Brown's in this thing. It's quite a cast. Brian Cummings. I mean, it has a lot of like old school. Tress McNeil's in this in this thing, uh, and of course Frank Welker because you need animal sounds. You hire Frank Welker. <laughs> uh, yeah, this thing was something. Um, it's weird. It's only like fifty five minutes long. Yeah, it's it's. A, I bought it on Amazon Prime. It was like three dollars. Not even. It was fifty four minutes. <laughs> it was even short. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna. Play the trailer for you, and we'll get into this thing. I hope you can find a trailer. Hopefully. If not, well, we'll figure something out. We'll play the song. Yeah. <laughs> From Hallmark Home Entertainment, in association with Ralph Edwards Films, comes a story as magical and musical as a season itself. Seasons come and seasons go, and the world keeps rolling around. you got me. Annabelle's Wish, narrated by and music sung by Randy Travis. It was a night that was tailor-made for wishes. It's the tale of a very special friendship between a boy named Billy and a cat named Annabelle. Based on the farm legend that Santa Claus gives all animals a voice to speak for one day. Let the talking begin. It's a special gift no human is allowed to know. Bless you. Oh, oh man, a calf blew it. Annabelle's Wish is the story of a calf with reindeer dreams. I want to fly, too. You don't even have, like, you know, the equipment, the wings and stuff. Come to our diagnosis. It's all about the true spirit of Christmas and the magic of the season. Annabelle's Wish. Welcome back. And, yeah, Mel, this thing is the weirdest children's (laughs) film I have ever seen. I do have to tell you that I show this to... This is one of my WTF (coughs) Christmas movies. And I showed this to my old roommate, Jordan. And I did not expect... I expected him to be emotionally affected by it because the, he used to sing country music and he, like, buys this. This is exactly up his alley, this schmaltzy shit. Oh, really? But 
he was crying so hard at the end. It was honestly one of the funniest things I'd ever seen because, like, I hadn't watched it in a while and I thought I was going to be sentimental and I got, like, a little misty. But he was sobbing. We had to pause it. He used, like, several tissues. I was too busy laughing and just in awe of... there. This movie, there's a lot going on in this very short film. Yep. It's basically about this kid who lost the ability to speak due to a barn uh, fire. A barn fire. You, you, when I was little, I was like, ah, his vocal cords were affected by the smoke. No, he was traumatized. Yeah, Bill, his name is Billy, and he's raised by his grandpa because his parents are dead. I, yeah, not sure they if they like died in the barn fire or, or, or in an unrelated thing. And he's got this crazy aunt, I think, on his mother's side. His father's side. It's his father's side? Yeah. Who, she's rich as hell, played by Cloris Leachman. Lives in the city, which you can only assume is uh, Nashville because they're in Tennessee. Is it? I didn't realize it was Tennessee. They mentioned it at the very beginning. Oh, okay. And she wants custody of Billy for some reason. She's been paying this lawyer all this money trying and to find a loophole you it, it, she's but you trying to set up the perfect christmas and she's like i'm missing a child and they're like ah she wants a child like she wants an accessory yeah which is not a thing that i mean i guess they they're like ah, oh, single women with no souls who live in the city <laughs> want children like they want accessories because yeah. only small town women have heart so there were no ad- there were no adult women to be taken seriously in this movie except the ghost of the boy's mother, who, by the way, didn't appear. It's just like she was a suggestion. Yeah, the only woman in this movie is Cloris Leachman. Yeah. Except for the little girl. And, like, the cow. And the cows. Yeah. <laughs> so they live on a farm in Tennessee, and the boy doesn't talk. He's got um, this little girl who's his best friend. Just ADHD and autism as interlinked as ever yeah and they, i have seen this friendship modeled so many times and they almost look like brother and sister they're gonna have some red-headed children oh yeah oh man um but let's not get ahead of ourselves so this cow is born on christmas December, eve christmas eve her name's annabelle and she's um you find out that santa claus comes every year and he gives the animals one day of talking yep and which almost seems cruel yeah it is kind of messed up and Annabelle wants to be a... She sees what reindeer can do and, and wants to fly and everything. If I, could, if I saw creatures that could fly on my first day of life and somebody was like, yeah, but you can't do that, and there was no physical reason why, I'd be pissed too. I would be obsessed with that my entire life too. Yeah, so Billy has these two bullies, Bucky and I forget the other one's name, and their dad is played by Jim Varney, the great Jim Varney. Slinky who, Dog. Slinky Dog, uh, Ernest... Uh, you know, you, you know the voice, and he's kind of talks like this all the time. And he's got a little twang. I can't do. Oh, it. I love, I love Jim Varney growing up. He was, he, he passed away about a decade ago. I mm. think it was really sad. I think he had throat cancer or something. Oh. He smoked like a chimney. You can hear it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I was raised on his <laughs> on Ernest movies. It was pretty sad, uh, but they were fun. I don't so, know what that is. Ernest was a character he played. He was just this bumpkin. And he was just in a bunch of movies, like Ernest Goes to Camp, Ernest Scared oh, Stupid, Ernest Saves Christmas. I've heard of this. Which, if, if we're still doing this by next year, we may have to watch Ernest Saves Christmas. It's it's pretty excellent. He helps Santa Claus. Aww. Actually, Ernest Goes to Jail is the best one, though. I've heard of these. He gets electric powers, and it's insane. It's absolutely insane. Hmm. Um, so... They're just picking on this little boy, and the girl keeps standing What's the up matter, for him. Billy? Aren't you going to sing? Oh, that's right. It's like, oh, okay, can oh you? Oh, man. They're brutal, these two little shits. 
just just aimless assholes that made me more afraid. Like the lazy portrayal of bullying in movies and shows when I was a kid made me more afraid of people than I need be. Yeah. Human beings don't act like that. Oh, you'd be surprised. I, I, had, a, I had a couple of kids who were just complete sociopaths in my school. I, maybe kids have gotten nicer. I'm, no, least, kids like, definitely have gotten nicer. Yeah. It, I, I, I feel like at least you can usually tell these days. When, maybe that's just being an adult when yeah. you can tell. They just I mean, we address bullying now. We didn't address... The bullying back in the day was suck it up. You know, Jesus. like, suck it up, defend yourself... Knock the kid in the dirt. You know that was kind of. Or, I did appreciate or Emily. Walk away. She was like, "No, you guys <coughs> shut up. He can't talk. What is wrong with you? Leave us alone." Seriously. And so, um, Annabelle accidentally talks in front of Billy. She's yeah. So now Billy cat's out of the bag. That's story one. Is he know he becomes best friends with this cow, and they, he's well aware the animals can speak. Yeah, I mean, you almost think that Santa planned on this. Well, they were all worried because they're like, "Oh no, Santa's going to be so mad at us." But like, he had to know what was going to happen. Yeah, because he I, gave the cow to Billy as a present. The cow's a day old. It's not that smart. Yeah. Um. So now, yeah, and that that was weird. You knew the cow was pregnant. Santa really didn't do anything. Santa made her come early. Is that what it was? Santa induced premature cow labor. I want to know how they knocked that cow up. There was no bull. <laughs> it was Stuffy. kind of just a horse, a couple I'm chickens. I'm sure they had to call a stud to come oh, in. Oh, that would be like the C story of this movie. Oh, God. Because, my God, there are so many B plots, and C plots, and D plots. You have the crazy aunt who's just constantly trying to get this kid back. You have the grandpa dealing with the fact that Billy can't talk and just trying to make this kid's life worth living. Uh, yeah, his parents are dead. His life sucks. He can't hold down a girlfriend. He's surrounded by goblins and shit all the time. Goblins. It's, I'm quoting <laughs> the Harry Potter puppet pals. I love that. Uh, so he's got these awful bullies messing with him. And it's kind of a year in the life yeah, of this boy, this girl, up, and this cow. Things come come up, and you think they're going to be a problem, and then the problem is solved immediately. Aunt wants Billy. Aunt can't legally get custody of Billy. And yep. he says no, and they drive her away, and that's that. They break um, a fence, and Jim Varney takes the cow as payment, and they get it back the next day because the grandpa sells his, his daughter's, daughter's music box. Like his prized possession. Yeah. Which kind of becomes a, a catalyst or something at the end. Yeah, like, it's super sad. It was her favorite thing. She died early. Yeah, but he, the cow meant so much to Billy, he really had to get it back. Which, to be fair, like, if his mother would have, were alive, would have done the same thing. Oh, yeah. Um. So, the plot goes on that... They just... They, they have a year. It's just, so I, all over There's the a lot of songs. Oh, the songs are... I, I love Randy Travis. He's a good singer. Those songs were... Well, they weren't all him. No, I know. He had the one. I just... Seasons God, they're come and seasons go. They were so boring. If I was a kid, this would have killed me. I I enjoyed this like for this. some reason. I think I liked the way the song sounded because I was so used to my mom playing country music. Oh, really? Yeah, and I think uh, I could sing a lot of them. Oh, okay. So I would learn the words, and I'd be like three, and I was like, my heart was born to dream to see the world from <laughs> way up here. I like the one where the cow could fly. Yeah, there, there's like a whole sequence where the cow's having a dream. I too wish that I could fly. They keep tying little twigs to her head to make her look like a reindeer. She's got antlers, yeah. It's a whole thing. Um, so in the, you they be- have a year in the life. They, they, they fly kites. They catch fireflies. Billy and Emily hold hands. Oh, yeah, they're getting, they're setting it up. 
They're, yeah, they, they're they're reaching that age. Yep, and the cow's basically like their dog. Yeah, he just she just kind of pulls she's, their sled. Or she's having things. a great time. Yeah, they're having a good time together. She doesn't talk though because they can only talk for the one day. Yeah, which was a weird stipulation, which doesn't make sense towards the end of this film. But we'll get into it. There's a there's a it's a it's a karmic debt. So. <laughs> The, we focus in and you know something's going to happen because there's a day happening and there's sound and not just a, a yeah. song montage in the background. Yeah. So the aunt is really just hell-bent for leather to get this kid. And she finds a loophole. Her the lawyer, lawyer finds a paying. loophole. And she's paying in cash. Which is, yeah. She's paying in cash. Is I was she like, that what? rich? Yeah, she's a, she's a city folk. Who is this shady lawyer? So, And they never show the lawyer. It's always the back of his chair. I, I love it. I think I found your loophole. <laughs> so the loophole is... He can't talk. A judge is concerned about him being raised in this environment yeah. where he was traumatized and where there's no good doctors and he needs to live in the city until yeah. such a time as the doctors cure him and he can talk. Yeah, I think the doctor's also the town vet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like gross. Um, it's kind of like Little House on the Prairie with Doc Baker. It, that might have actually been the doctor's name. I'm not even sure. I mean, hey, if he has the double certification, good for him. There you go. So they decide that if Billy, what was it? She, she Until such time as he can speak. When he can speak. It's like Seinfeld rules. It's yeah, like it's the butler thing. So when if this kid learns how to speak, she loses custody of the kid. I don't see how that's a loophole. I'm not seeing her getting him a good doctor. Yeah. None anyway. of this made sense. And it's the same with, like, when the sheriff shows up with Jim Varney and the kids, and he said, well, you wrecked my fence, I'm going to take your cow. And the sheriff's like, you have 24 hours. Who played He's my- like, I'm sympathetic to you, but I'll, not that sympathetic. I'll give you 24 hours to come up with the money, and that's why he sells the I'm not just going to tell this guy to fuck off, even though I'm the sheriff and I can. <laughs> it, it It's just, this is the weirdest. There's so many dumb stories going on, and you... It just gets weirder and progressively weirder throughout. Like, there's weird laws being made up. The grandpa... The kids, there's... You think that it's all over with the bullies, and then they have another run-in with them after school, and the kid, they, one of them pushes Emily, and Annabelle won't stand for this, and he attacks them. Mm-hmm. And then you think the boys are gonna, oh, they're gonna get the cow, because they're gonna tell their dad, and their dad calls the sheriff, and the sheriff is like, enough of this. We talked to the bus driver. The bus driver saw the whole thing. The whole thing. thing. Oh, my God. So the kids get in trouble. Jim Varney's like, go to your room, boys. I'll deal with you later. And the sheriff is like, hey, your wife is dead. You know the grandpa had to sell his daughter's music box? Oh, yeah. Wasn't she like your classmate? It's just, it. it's, and so Jim Varney now is having, like, some weird He's revelation. He's having a guilt problem all on his own there. It, I mean, and what makes this movie almost an hour is the musical numbers. It is. And there's a lot of weird downtime where... It's just shots of people walking somewhere or, like, grabbing Cute a shit, coat for a yeah. minute and a half. It's just, what the hell is taking so a long? A really backwards game of hide-and-seek where the child somehow can't find the cow in yeah. the barn. Oh, the kid was not great at Marco Polo, I bet. <laughs> oh, that's mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> So anyway, Christmas comes back around, and Annabelle apparently gets a special wish if she was really good, which, like, she was a therapy cow, obviously. She yeah. was an angel. service cow. <laughs> <laughs> and so she goes up to Santa, and you think she's going to wish to become a reindeer. 
And then the shot goes to Billy's house, and you, the aunt was going to take him away, mm-hmm. but the animals intervened and, and threw her car in the mud. They, no, they threw her car in the lake. Yes. They and, pushed this woman's car into the lake. And she says one of these lines, and it lives rent-free in my head. She comes out of the house, and is Cloris Le- Leachman going, My automobile! My beautiful automobile! <laughs> Cloris Leachman was a gem. She really just... I, I She was one of the funner parts of this movie, because she is just taking that character for a walk. She's literally, she's like chewing bonbons while she speaks. She gives them to the grandpa as a gift and then eats them all. Because she's, and I love she pulls her own tea out of her bag. She has a little tea She ball. has a little tea ball of her own. Because she's like, I'm not drinking your slop. And then she pour, and he, it comes out of the mug she's pouring brown. So she's steeping tea in coffee, question mark? Or tea in tea. I don't know. It's dynamite. <laughs> this movie is absolutely just an oddity. Yeah, it's, it's, it's strange. That's why I showed it. That's why I showed it to everybody. It's so weird. And it just gets weirder and weirder. Like, the animals are all just, like, scheming and trying to, like, screw over this old lady. In a way, in a way, it's kind of like Black Christmas because <laughs> it's just things that happen. Yeah. It's not really a story so much as it is... This is what life might be like yeah. in somebody's life. I mean, we've pretty much summed up the movie in 15 minutes. Yeah, that's it. That's all that happened. Like, it, oh, at the end. Well, that's but we didn't get to the end because we're trying to stretch for time here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we, we have gotten to the point where things happen. So the ant, it's Christmas Eve again. And the ant is like, until such a time as Billy can spay, I'm leaving with him in the morning. I'm making arrangements for transportation. There's yeah. nothing you can do. Santa comes to the barn. Annabelle yeah. whispers in his ear something, something, something. The next morning, the Ann is literally about to go, like, meet the transportation outside. Billy opens one more box. He doesn't want to go, obviously. He's very sad. And it's full of Santa's magic dandruff. And <laughs> he, he dumps it pulling, upside down. He keeps pulling this sparkly stuff out of his hat. The first and it makes them fly. It makes the animals talk. It's 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 just it's, it's all purpose. Just this cure all North Pole cocaine that he just has a, an abundance of. So Billy <laughs> shakes this cocaine on top of himself, and you hear him go, "There's nothing in here, <gasps> Grandpa." I talk, Billy. You can talk, and then obviously this is the legal loophole closed like that. The aunt comes in, and she's just like. Wait, what? What did you say? And the grandpa just takes the, he's like, screw you. And he starts shredding the documents, the contract. Like, girl, I think you're going to want that. It shows that the law's on your side here. And then you kind of have this sweet moment where um, Jim Varney shows up with his sons and they're all wearing like derbies and bow ties. Yeah, but (laughs) on their overalls and t-shirts. Yeah, they're like redneck chic. It was adorable. And he feels awful about I'm the music. I'm mighty sorry for the way I've been behaving, and my boys just come clean about some stuff. Yeah, and yeah. So he bought the music box back. He gives it to the grandpa. The grandpa. I'm happy. mighty sorry. And then he meets the aunt, and it's just and bam she, with these two. And they're. I thought she was a lot older than she was supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, I was confused yeah, by like, the age matchups here. This is some like. He, he wanted some He wants stuff. a milf. It's <laughs> fine. No, she was a gilf. She it's, was older. Well, yeah. And he's like, well, ma'am. Ah, uh, uh, there is no Ms. Holder. And, Mrs. Holder. And she's like, oh, and you have children. Mm. And she's like rubbing the kid's head. She like head. wants to eat their souls, I think. Yeah, no, she's a, she 
really weird biological clock stuff with this lady. Yeah, like, just go to a sperm bank like a normal woman of the 90s. Or adopt a weird little kid. It'll be fine. It's, yeah, you'll you'll make them, you'll, you'll adopt a kid from it. a foreign country and make them really, really white, and it'll be really sad for everybody, and you'll take their culture. <laughs> Although, honestly, the last thing that these kids need is money. They're going to become oh. the most insufferable, preppy little assholes. Now, do you think he's going to give up the farm and move to the big city? Yeah, absolutely. So she has gonna, money. It's going to be like Big City Greens or whatever that show was yeah i don't know maybe they'll get bullied for being hicks maybe maybe it'll be good for them and it's ironic because he played um he played the dad in uh beverly hillbillies the movie (laughs) which is about rednecks who make money (laughs) this movie man so eventually you find randy travis has been the narrator of this film the whole time Mm -hmm. and you realize he's the kid who can't talk Yes. And because at the end of the movie... We grew up and I married Emily. And yeah. I, I surprised no one. Yeah, they get married. The cow is the... Annabelle's the only one left in the barn. All the other animals are gone. What? The, the grandpa's gone. Oh, damn. They're not they're, raising animals anymore. You know, I never noticed that. They just have this half-dead cow because the cow's so damn old. It, like, it, they put the little They're probably planning on. on, like, moving or renovating or something when she mm-hmm. finally dies. Yeah. So this cow has her little antlers on because he, but Billy puts them on, and she just wanders off into the forest just into the night. to die. You, yeah, you know, like cows do, or dogs. That's what literally dogs. And I thought cats, cats did that. Cats and dogs do that. Oy. where they just want to be alone. It's really bizarre. And this cow is like passed out in the snow. Its vision's blurred. And Santa shows weird. up. And, oh, yeah, well, first, Randy Travis wakes up, and he's like, no, Emily, go back to sleep. I'm really worried about Annabelle. <laughs> and then he goes off, and you just hear him go, oh, no. Yeah, he just finds the blanket. And, that he yeah. Had. And Annabelle looks Annabelle! She can barely walk. She's She has, like, wrinkles now. She's across a frozen lake, and he can't get to her. And Santa shows up, and... He's like, you've been a good girl, and I didn't forget all those years ago. You did that. You didn't expect anything in return. I thought she died. (laughs) She's not quite dead yet. She drops, her eyes close, and then Santa shows up, and you just see, like, blurry Santa from her POV. How many cataracts does she have? Oh, my God. And he pulls out his magic cocaine dust. And he's like, Billy has a wish for you. And then suddenly Annabelle is a young reindeer. Yep. She's a goddamn. And she has reindeer. her voice back. And she got her voice back. And she's a reindeer. And 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 she gets a second life. And she, she has lived an extraordinary amount of time for an animal. And she just goes, "Peace out, Billy." Um, she's I'm, like, "Billy, look at me. I'm flying." And she becomes the lead. She basically becomes the Rudolph, Rudolph story. And they peace out. And that's the movie. That is the end. That is the weirdest. Like, it's kind of almost like a trans metaphor in a way. It's a see, something. At the beginning, she's so happy to see the antlers on her head. She just wants to be a rain. Yeah. And she never grew horns. Yeah. Well, no, did she grow horns at the she end? She had horns. Oh, she at the end she did, yeah. cow horn, like a normal. But, I mean, it was, and it's one of those movies where, like, the kids' voices are so bizarre. There's Lil from Rugrats. She's Emily. And she just talks like this the whole movie. She sounds exactly like Lil. She's Lil, yeah. I mean, or uh, little Sneezer from... Uh, An- oh, no, uh, wait, no. Lil Tiny is Tunes. Annabelle. Lil is Annabelle. But oh, Emily's yeah. voice is a lot like that yeah. and higher. Might have, I, yeah, I forget I forget the actress who played her. But yeah, Mel, this was... Like, how did... Did you... Was this on TV? I have no idea how my... We had a VHS of it. Oh, okay. I my mom must have just. Fa- I'll have to ask her where she found it. Honestly, ninety seven means it came out when I was like 
two. I could have used a little more Rue McClanahan in this, though. She played the horse. Oh, yeah. She's she was great. Blanche. I was like, oh, my God. Scarlet. So, what? No, the horse's name was Scarlet. Ro- yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. But the, I'm oh, trying to think of her name. In Golden Blanche. Girls. But it was just so weird. She's like, oh, hello, darling. I bet you're just saying that. <laughs> I mean, you had some decent names in this. It was, yeah. I mean, Clancy Poorly Brown. Poorly animated. Oh, it's so over-animated, like, head movements. Very made-for-TV. Not quite as bad as the second Aladdin movie, but close. Yeah, I, it looked a lot like Magic School Bus. Yeah, it did. It had big Magic School... Especially the kids, they all had short red they hair. They all had um, Arthur's hair, or yeah. Arnold's hair. Yeah, it was really... When just... I was little, I was very confused by Emily. I thought she was a boy, because she had such short hair. And then she yeah. grew up, and I was like, oh, she's a woman. And she looks just like Billy. Yeah. See, they could have been brother and sister. I was confused. I was on multiple accounts. Yeah, I mean, it's... This movie was mind-boggling to me. Just, I... I I think I'd heard of it, but... I I never saw it on television. Yeah, it's a weird one. I mean, it it, it almost looks like the same company that made that horrible Rudolph... Uh, the Grandma Rudolph, got... No, oh, Ru- Grandma got run over my reindeer. We were just talking which about is that in my apartment one. last that night. That makes no sense when you watch it. My sister thought it was funny that the villain was Mel. It's just crazy. that I saw like five minutes of that, and I'm like, oh, no, there's life out there. Did you see the... <laughs> I gotta get out of this house. Did you, <laughs> did you get to the number where they, they sang with the tikis and the, the hay skirts? No. Grandpa's gonna sue the pants off for Santa. That's what Grandpa's gonna do. So did they really kill the grandma on that? No. Or she just got run over by No, she runs over. Santa takes her back to the North Pole for safekeeping because she has amnesia and he doesn't know whose grandma she is, even though he's omniscient. So he just found some... So it was a... It, what do they call that? A gray alert? Or a silver I, alert? I don't when even... You lose it, when you lose oh, an old person? Oh, God, I don't know. But Santa did a hit-and-run kidnapping. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Christmas movies in the 90s mapping. were freaking weird. They just kind of thought they could do whatever. It was... I mean, that... I'm. I'm still, like piecing this movie together because it was, i'm still piecing this movie together it was like they wrote it and they're like okay it's gonna be a cow that wants to fly that's fine and then it gets into a legal drama like just bullying stuff we gotta include an anti-bullying message for the kids uh, we don't know how to do that because we don't remember what bullying was like because we suppressed it dead parents talking animals disney's winning with the dead parents formula so the parents oh have God. to kill as many parents as possible the older <laughs> boy's mom too oh they yeah they iced both his folks it was that was rough that was rough business even the neighbor's kids they lost their mom yeah okay so i don't know what happened this, in this movie town. hates mothers this movie hates moms more than bambi it's kind of true holy crap but yeah that's Annabelle's wish. That's the whole thing. That was there li- is really nothing more to say. But I'm so glad we did it yeah. because I love bizarre things. It's like this. so strange, isn't it? It's absolutely. It's like a nice break because you know what? You're never stressed long enough for it to matter. Yeah, no, and nothing makes sense. The rules just change throughout the whole movie. The the characters are bizarre. It's animated strangely. It's just, but I was, I was happy it was two D animation and not some shitty CGI. Oh well, it was not quite time no, for that. Well, yet. They weren't doing that just yet. But I Rudolph mean, I, Shiny New Year like, haunts me. I look at that new Rugrats on Paramount. No, I refuse. That, I refuse. That, the new Muppet Babies looks like crap. Stop! Ju- make something new. Yeah. Stop it. Or just. There are so many animators out there with such good ideas. Just hire them. Stop remaking the same shit. And stop doing cheap CGI animation when something was once 
2D animation. Just people who don't care about animation should stay out of the business. Wait, you mean Disney? <laughs> not I'm for not nothing gonna lately. say anything. Not for nothing lately. They have been not good at the doing their The people who job. work and make the movies are, are great people, and I liked them. And that's why I love I like them. Pinocchio. The people who run the business can choke on an egg. <laughs> choke on an egg. Thanks, Grandma. <laughs> Like, you're doing everything wrong. Put hospitality back in Disney World, hire the artists to make movies and Broadway artists, and then leave them alone. Stop stunt casting. Stop trying to cram messages. Just just hire people who know what they're doing and then leave them alone. Business people are supposed to serve artists, not the other way around. If the artist didn't make shit, you would not have a product to sell. You cannot automate it. Exactly. And it's just... Also, PSA, don't do those AI art things. I don't blame you if you were suckered into making a cool profile picture on an app, but all they're doing is stealing actual artist's art and then amalgamating them together. You are participating in art theft and depriving artists of money by doing that. And if you would rather, if, if you want a cool profile picture like that... There are so many artists who would make them for you. Commission fire. them. And if you can't afford it, you don't deserve to have a picture like that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're very angry. <laughs> it takes so much skill and time to learn how to do that. One of my best friends went to school for four years to learn how to do that. And they were so sweet. And they actually like made one of me once. And it felt like an act of love because that's what it was. It wasn't just some cold machine. Oh, and like I'm not going to argue that AI maybe can't make art. But what it's doing right now is just theft. Oh yeah, and it's it's there's no heart to any of it. it. It it's just sad looking. Like some of it looks cool, but then you see it compared to the art that it took from, and it's like, oh, there is so much more emotion and meaning and yeah. detail in this. Yeah, and I mean, and I mean, and just the style of animation is the same across the board. Pixar all looks the same to me. Uh, DreamWorks all looks they all look oh. they just change Illumination it. Entertainment they just pull to... hair off and put new hair on yeah. like literally I mean Boss Baby doesn't look any different than like uh, one of the people in Shrek half the time with that stupid face ugh and and that's why I, I saw the new Guillermo del Toro Pinocchio I'm looking forward to watching that my god I've been looking forward to did it did you see how they it. did the puppets uh uh-uh. uh the, the faces actually move you can manipulate eyebrows Watch him that on Jimmy Fallon. That man is Fallon. so brilliant. Watch him on Jimmy Fallon. He brings out Geppetto. And he just, like, moves the eyebrow up. Uh, they're putting an installation, like, the making of at the MoMA soon. I really want to go oh, see it. Oh, definitely. That, I want to go to see the Muppets at um, the, the Museum of the Moving Image. Are they there right now? Yeah. They're, they're a permanent installation. I really have to go there. I've never been there. I'll take you there. We'll have a blast. We we'll have Bring well, bring Mindy. We'll have a, we'll have a good time. That place is... F- I, I mean, it's we'll, literally... We'll mention few, that he wants to hang out with Mindy again. It's like a mile... It's less than a mile from my house. It's awesome. They it's, show old movies. Bro, okay, yeah, we got it. It's great. It's I'm great gonna, And now that I'm, like, not sick anymore, and once I take, like, Christmas break to, like, get my head on straight, hopefully, like, get a job. Yes, me too. Um, <laughs> like, I just need to get my life in order, and then I can do things again. Yeah. This is Melanie's wish. <laughs> For Christmas, please. Just get me a job. Somebody just give me, like, a stable job that won't take all my energy so I can write after work, and I will give you, I will, you, my book will be dedicated to you. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, this is a short one, folks. It, it, not a lot to it, but I thought it was a fun movie. If I'm you, glad. If you can find it, it's on Amazon. You can. We didn't write, write it. Uh, well, we're going to. I'll, okay, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll go first. I just realized we circled the whole conversation. 
I didn't love this movie. I understand. It's a, it's a it's a TV it's a cheap TV movie. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a six. I almost want to give it a seven for just having the balls to be so weird. <laughs> so you know what? A six. I think a six is a good rating for this. It's one. fair. It's it. It's you, better than five. I'm happy. You just with see that. it once, and that's it, and and just watch it as an oddity. It's so strange. It's bizarre as hell, and it's but it's it's bad fun. Yeah, it's bad fun, and and I appreciate the bad fun of it. And Have a bottle of wine, smoke a joint. You'll yeah. be good. You'll you'll be flying along with Annabelle by the end of it. <laughs> So what are you giving this one, Mel? Oh, this, for sentimental reasons, it gets an eight. Okay. I know it's not a good movie, but also, it does something that I really, really wanted movies to do when I was a kid, What's which that? was it was a lot of fluff. Mm. I just wanted to see people be happy on screen. Everything was so stressful, even in the cartoons when I was little. <laughs> it was always just something happening, and that's exciting, but I was like, can I relax? I just want to breathe. Yeah, and it does that. For, like, a stressed out little kid, it was nice. Oh, they yeah. They were just friends. He was just friends with the cow, and the bullies got what they deserved, and all was well. It's a quiet little film. It's yeah. like, it, it, it doesn't get raucous and weird, and it's, even the music is all just this, everything's like this and very mellow. It's yeah. Like, it's just, you know, it's cheesy It shit. feels like being hypnotized a little bit. Yeah. So next week on the show, hopefully if we get to it, it'll be the new, it'll be the New Year's episode. We might have to take a little break because my family lives in Pennsylvania yeah. and, you know. And I, it's, it's hard to travel. Oh my God. Last time I traveled, I got horribly sick. I literally, yeah. I called my dad. I was like, look, I, I know it's really hard to get up here, but last time I got on a train, it ended just in Poorly. so badly <laughs> in so many ways can anybody and my brother came back up he was going to take the train but he was like i'll take the truck i'll park it in jersey city okay. it'll be fine so i get to ride home in the truck with mikey there you go and start taking a mikey. train from the thing episode yes <laughs> so next week we're gonna hopefully if not it'll be a little late for new year's but i chose because there's not a lot of movies that are interesting about new year's I chose an odd one called Four Rooms. Okay. It's directed by four directors. Oh. Two of which are Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez. Fun. Love. Okay, so this is in the Spy Kids universe It's got Tim Roth is in it. Madonna is in this movie. It's got Quentin Tarantino, Bruce Willis, Antonio (gasps) Banderas. I mean, it's... uh, It's It's in the Spy Kids universe! (laughs) I don't know about that. Actually, I think this may have been before Spy Kids. It doesn't matter. All of the movies that those two made together are technically set in the same universe. That who made together? Uh, the two you did, Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez. Quentin Tarantino had something to do with Spy Kids? I think so. I don't think he did. Maybe I'm mixing him up with somebody else, but I'm pretty he, sure he did. I don't think he did. I'm Googling this right now. <laughs> the only person who's not in is, I, I think, Danny that, Trejo. Who made Kill Bill? That was Tarantino. No, Tarantino made Spy Kids. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Or no, 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 okay. No, okay. It's just Robert Rodriguez. But because he crossed it over with Machete, he made it part of the universe. Oh, I got you. Yeah, that makes sense. I remembered. I remembered. And Machete pretty much came from the Grindhouse movies because it was a trailer. Okay. In the Grindhouse films because they, they made fake trailers. Okay, so it's set in the universe... Sort of. It's, it's set in the film universe of that universe. Well, Tarantino does that all the time, too, where, like... The character that Travolta plays in Pulp, Pulp Fiction, Fiction is brother, supposed to be brothers with Michael Madsen's character from Reservoir Dogs. Weird. They're the Vega brothers. 
they were gonna make a movie of the two of them, and he never got around to it. I yeah, it's a shared universe. That's what I'm saying. We're gonna they go with that. Over. So next week on the show, we hopefully will get around to four rooms. So until next time, I've been Adam. I've been Melanie Weir, and we just made you watch a podcast. Happy holidays, folks! Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. I think Hanukkah is now. Yeah. Happy special, especially Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. I yeah, I don't know anybody who celebrates Kwanzaa, but if you do, Happy Kwanzaa. Yeah. That's why we say holidays. Yeah. <laughs> See you next I time. I would really folks. love to learn more about Kwanzaa. I literally they just mentioned it in school. They always they always mentioned it. They always <laughs> mentioned Kwanzaa, but nobody ever told me what it was. I think there was one Rugrats episode about it that they I don't think, once I don't think and our, never again. I don't think our white bread teachers understood themselves. I would love to learn more and I I should probably just Google it. Yeah, it's just that well, you got the gook. Yeah. <laughs> so We'll see you next time. Then maybe next time I'll tell you things about Kwanzaa. Yeah. And, yeah. All right. We're going to end this now? Happy all of the holidays. All right. So until next time, I've been Adam Mock. I've been Melanie Weir. And we just made you watch. A podcast. So long. Goodbye.